Welcome to the sermon podcast of Faith Lutheran Church in Oregon, Wisconsin, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ crucified and the promises of God that our faith clings to. For more information, visit us online at faithlutheranoregon.com. Let us begin in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Out of my distress I called on the Lord. The Lord answered me and set me free. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in man. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. I was pushed hard so that I was falling, but the Lord helped me. Glad songs of salvation are in the tents of the righteous. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. The right hand of the Lord is exalted. The right hand of the Lord does valiantly. I shall not die, but I shall live and recount the deeds of the Lord. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter through them and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, the righteous shall enter through it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forevermore. Amen. A reading from Job chapter 19. Oh, that my words were written, Oh, that they were inscribed in a book, that they were engraved on a rock with an iron pen and lead forever. For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at the, at the last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold and not another, how my heart yearns within me. And from John chapter 11, Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. Let us pray. O Lord Jesus Christ, by your three-day rest in the tomb, you hallowed the graves of all who believe in you, promising resurrection to our mortal bodies. Bless this grave, that the body of our brother may sleep here in peace until you awaken him to glory, when he will see you face to face and know the splendor of the eternal God. For you live and reign with the Father and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The text for our meditation today is from Romans chapter 8, 
uh, starting at verse 31. What then shall we say about all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also graciously give us all things along with him? Who will bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus, who died and more than that was raised to life, is the one who is at God's right hand and who is also interceding for us. What will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? Knowing all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor rulers nor things present nor things to come, nor powerful forces, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. And we pray. Heavenly Father, sanctify us by the truth. Your word is truth. Amen. I found myself uh, lately having a similar reaction to many things, especially over the past few weeks and especially over the past a uh, few days and, and, and thinking or saying, what in the world is going on? What in the world is happening? I don't know what to think or say about anything going on, especially right now in our state or even in our county or in Madison. And, and maybe you felt that way too. What do we think about all these things? What can we say? And then in the middle of everything else going on, we hear of our dear brother Gotti's falling asleep. And again, how do we process this? What in the world is going on? What happened? What can we say? Our, our dear brother in Christ, uh, an uncle, our closest friend, has fallen asleep. What do we say? Dear family and friends of Gotti, we are not the first to struggle with these things. The Apostle Paul, the greatest apostle in the history of the Christian church, said, What then shall we say about all these things? And Paul was writing to the Romans who were troubled, almost to despair by the suffering they endured, a suffering all too common and all too familiar to God's people. They had lost loved ones, friends who, whom they thought no doubt had been taken from them unjustly, and some who actually were. And so Paul commiserates with them and he says, what then shall we say about all these things? But he's not just saying this as uh, just a platitude and as a way to get out of a difficult conversation. Paul writes from experience. See, Paul himself had actually gotten involved with a disorderly mob. He had endured imprisonment, beating, sleepless nights, times of hunger. In fact, he had lost count of how many times he had been beaten, how many times he was almost killed. He was lashed, he was beaten with rods, he was stoned. Three times he was shipwrecked. One time he was left in the sea for a whole day and night before he was rescued. He was persecuted by his own countrymen, not to mention his enemies. Paul, now, no doubt, witnessed his close friends be killed, even as he himself awaited his own death. And yet it's through all this chaos that Paul actually finds an answer. 
and more that he finds hope. If God is for us, who can be against us? Indeed, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also graciously give us all things along with him? Gotti and his wife did not have children, and so he, in a sense, took in his nieces and nephews, and he loved them, and he loved you as his own. He took you on trips up north. He taught you about life. He demonstrated what a good outlook on life actually is, not just by the way he lived, but by what he said. He taught you God's word. He talked about his faith on, on trips up north at the cabin. He put his faith into action. He put his faith into action uh, attending services at Faith, our congregation. And when he wasn't there with Sharon at, at her church, he even taught Sunday school years back at our congregation. Gotti was a wonderful, caring mentor to you all. And I think he was a type of guy who, who it seemed would, would do anything for you. Gotti, you might say, was, was on your side. He was for you. He loved his family more than anything else in the world, maybe even more than his three dogs. Gotti's love for you, he learned, though, from someone else. Another father figure, his heavenly father. God is a God who is for you. A God who would and did do anything for you, who gave up his most beloved possession, his own son, because he wasn't content to leave you in this world forever, in this world of suffering and tribulation forever. He did not want to leave you apart from his eternal mercy and grace and love. And so because God gave up his only begotten son to death, and because that son rose from the dead, this means that Gotti has also been given the gift of eternal life. Gotti is right now enjoying the resurrection of the dead. And while by faith we know that, we know that heaven is an infinitely better place uh, than earth. We know that to live is Christ and to die is gain. We know these things. That doesn't mean we might not still struggle with believing them. Death has an annoying way of convicting us, especially when someone gets taken from us, as God he was. And we tend to convict ourselves. We become our own judge. We think things like, I, I wish I would have spent more time with him. I, I wish I would have ignored that stay-at-home order and, and gone to visit him. I wish I, I could have done things differently. I wish, I wish I would have spoken differently to him or spoken more to him. And, and so on top of the, the grief that death already causes, we, we heap on more. And on top of the confusion that everything else in the world right now brings, death adds yet another layer of confusion. We don't know what to think of ourselves. But St. Paul says, who will bring an accusation against God's elect? God is the one who justifies. Who is the one who condemns? Christ Jesus, who died and more than that was raised to life, is the one who is at God's right hand and who is also interceding for us. 
God has already judged you. And he's judged you righteous. And he did so because of Christ's perfect life and death. And Christ's perfect life was credited to you. Anything you ever did or didn't do or anything you ever did or didn't think you did for God, God has taken away and forgiven. Just as he has for God. And it's for that reason God is enjoying heaven. Because God had forgiven him and made him to be at peace with himself. God is truly resting and enjoying the peace of heaven. The last time I saw God was on Easter Sunday. And because of the safer at home order, and because my congregation couldn't come to me, I tried to go to them. And I went and I played trumpet, I played Easter hymns at, at as many homes as I could, including Gotti's. And I proclaim Christ is risen. And God, he came to the front door in what I'm pretty sure were striped Zuba's pants. <laughs> and he rejoiced with me in the hope of the resurrection. And I rejoiced with him. Well, I can say that he no longer is hoping for the resurrection. He's living in the joy of the resurrection. I'm confident of that. But I can't say for certain whether he's in Zuba's pants right now or not. God, who has brought Gadi to himself, is also right now with each one of you. Jesus is interceding for you. The Holy Spirit bringing you the comfort and peace of heart even amidst chaos and confusion by saying you are forgiven, you are at peace with God. And so if that's the case, what can we say? What will separate us from the love of Christ? Will trouble or distress or persecution or famine or pandemic or death? No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. While the world fears what they cannot see, a virus invisible to the eyes, and death, Christians see with the eyes of faith a light that has overcome the darkness. And we see with the eyes of faith what God he is right now seeing with his actual eyes. What Job said, I know that my Redeemer lives. No angels, nor demons, not even the devil himself will be able to separate you from the love of God in Christ Jesus. For God and all Christians, death is but the doorway to eternal life. No virus, no panic media, no guilt, no sin, not even death itself will be able to rob you of the joy that you have in Jesus that Jesus will give his victory over death to all who believe in him. Gotti was a hunter. And I don't know much about hunting, uh, but I do know that probably some of the time he came back with, with not quite what he hoped for. But I know that other times he came back with more than he expected. Just conquered the field. This is one of those times. 
Death did not win today. Gaudi conquered death. Through faith in Christ, the victory over death was given to Gaudi, and Gaudi conquered death. In fact, he more than conquered death. And by that same faith in Christ, so will you. Nothing can separate you from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, forevermore. Amen. God has made his people through our baptism into Christ. Living together in trust and hope, we confess our faith using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We now commit the body of our brother Gaudi to the ground. Earth to earth, ashes to ashes, dust to dust, in the sure and certain hope of the resurrection to eternal life through our Lord Jesus Christ, who will change our lowly bodies so that they will be like his glorious body by the power that enables him to subdue all things to himself. May God the Father who created this body, may God the Son, who by his blood redeemed this body, may God the Holy Spirit, who by baptism sanctified this body to be his temple, keep these remains to the day of the resurrection of all flesh. Amen. Taught by our Lord and trusting in his promises, we are bold to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Almighty God, by the death of your Son, Jesus Christ, you destroyed death. By his rest in the tomb, you sanctified the graves of your saints. And by his bodily resurrection, you brought life and immortality to light, so that all who die in him abide in peace and hope. Receive our thanks for the victory over death and the grave that he won for us. Keep us in everlasting communion with all who wait for him on earth, and with all in heaven who are with him. For he is the resurrection and the life, Jesus Christ our Lord. 
Amen. I'll lead us in singing, uh, I Know That My Redeemer Lives. If you feel comfortable, please sing along with me. Uh, this was the uh, last hymn that uh, uh, at least I am aware that God he heard, uh, as it was one of the hymns that I played for him uh, on Easter Sunday when I went to visit him. I know that my Redeemer lives. What comfort this sweet sentence gives. He lives, he lives, who once was dead. He lives, my ever-living head. He lives and grants me daily breath. He lives and I shall conquer death. He lives my mansion to prepare. He lives to bring me safely there. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Let us go forth in peace in the name of the Lord. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look on you with favor and give you peace. Amen.